Hello, this is Patrick Kagan, author of Sell the Difference. I think it's fair to ask the question, what should I expect as a listener to sell the difference? What will I get from this? It's a fair question. And I think that what you'll experience is a complete awakening in your personal journey and your professional life. Now, I like to use analogies and metaphors quite a bit, and my favorite uh, source of those many times comes from sports and athletics. So I'm going to tell you a quick story of how differentiation changed the entire National Football League for the world. Now, this is my perspective on what happened. This is not something that's scientifically proven. It's just my perspective. Please enjoy the story for the sake of the story. My favorite team is the Chicago Bears. And my favorite team in all time is the 1985 Super Bowl winning Chicago Bears. What a great team it was to watch. Now, many people will think that I'm going to point to one of the greatest players of all time in the National Football League and for the Chicago Bears, Walter Payton. That's a different story for a different time. But I want to point to somebody who used all the tenets of differentiation to change themselves, to change the players around them, to change the game for the Chicago Bears, to change the game for the National Football League, and ultimately for the world. This is the power of co-elevation, and this is what happens when you practice differentiation. So I'm going to tell you my story, my perspective, on one of my favorite players from the 1985 Bears team, Mike Singletary. Mike Singletary had the role of playing middle linebacker for the Chicago Bears. Now, anybody who does a search or has followed the Chicago Bears knows that there's a long tradition a standard of excellence for that position of middle linebacker. So to get drafted out of college and play for the Bears in that position, you have to be pretty darn good. Mike Singletary was pretty darn good coming into the game. But Mike Singletary wanted more for his own game. He wanted to do something different. He wanted to be a differentiator. He realized that being the best is a goal, but different is better than best. So that's what Mike Singletary sought. So what did he do differently? Well, Mike Singletary ultimately learned to perfect watching game films and analyze his competitors. Now, the reason he did this, he wanted to be the best middle linebacker on the Bears and in the league. And the way to do that was to watch game films. Because what Mike Singletary knew, the past is a great predictor of the future. If he could just watch quarterbacks on film and notice what their tendencies are in certain game situations, he could predict what they might do right in front of him based on what they have done in the past. He was looking for quarterback tendencies. And he became really, really good at this to the point where he started to notice not just the quarterback, but the bigger picture. He started to notice what type of player packages were put into the game. Who was on the field? How did they line up? What movements did they make? 
What cadence did they use? He suddenly started to see what were the play calling coaches' tendencies to make a play call in a certain situation on his opposing team, the offense. And he now began to formulate the idea that the play caller and the quarterback were his partners in his greatness. They were no longer his opponents in the game outcome. So Mike Singletary began to notice the tendency of the entire team in situations, and he began in his film-watching days to call out the play based on what he saw, then play the film and see that exact play be played out by the offense. Well, he carried this over to the football field, and he could begin to call out the play to his teammates on defense. His teammates could then be better prepared for what would happen next. And the fun part about being a fan of the Chicago Bears and watching this is the amount of frustration this caused for the quarterback and the play-calling coach. Mike Singletary on defense is calling their play. It was as if he listened to the play being called. And they would, as opponents, call a timeout, use up a valuable resource, a timeout, and say, this guy is calling our plays. We haven't even lined up, and he's calling our plays. And he would be able to position his teammates in a position to be the most powerful defense on the field and in the league. Well, what happens is Mike Singletary clearly elevated his own game. He was voted to the Pro Bowl. He is a Pro Bowl player before he becomes a Pro Bowl inductee. And what was really exciting to watch is that because Mike Singletary could position his players to make better plays and be a better defense, guess what? The entire 1985 Bears defense was on the Pro Bowl team that year. Every one of them in every position was a Pro Bowl player. The cool thing about watching the Bears and watching that unfold is that one player wanted to do one thing to be different, and the outcome was the co-elevation of all the players around them. Now, opposing teams that had not yet faced Mike Singletary and his defense knew he could do this. They just couldn't hide what they were doing. He was too good at that. Teams would come to play the Bears, or the Bears would come into town to play them, and they already knew they lost because he was the master at this, and his teammates became the masters at their positions. To the point where the Bears' defense began to set goals for how many points would they score. It's not common for a defense to start having goals to score points. That's an offensive role, but they were a defense who believed they could score points. Now, they had a really good offense that year as well, and in that team. Imagine the pressure that is off of the Chicago Bears offense when they have a defense that is that confident and that knowledgeable and that level of perfection and expertise. That offense could try creative and new and different things, knowing that if they made complete mistakes, their defense would get the ball back for them, would defend their goal, would make something happen. They could do different things. Mike Singletary, in becoming better at learning quarterback tendencies, 
in learning team tendencies, in co-elevating his defensive teammates, made his offense stronger, more creative, more about what an offense would want to be. And because of that, many people don't know this, the Chicago Bears team recorded a song midway through the season called the Super Bowl Shuffle. Now, that puts a target on your back in the NFL. You're claiming you're going to win the Super Bowl. You make a song and a video back in the 80s about winning the Super Bowl and doing the Super Bowl Shuffle. And yet they had one loss that season, and they won the Super Bowl hands down. Now you flash forward to today, the NFL is a global sensation. When you see the NFL go overseas to places like London and they play there, the stadium is packed with fans that are loyal and engaged and excited and they're wearing NFL gear. This is no longer the National Football League. This is the Global Football League. And I equate that to differentiation. And I equate that to one person getting a little bit better at the role they played and the ripple effect that that differentiation created, not just in the small world of the NFL, but in the larger global world of athletics and sports and fandom. So if you want to know what you can expect when you take in a book like Sell the Difference, expect greatness. Expect the unexpected, and expect to look back and realize the impact that you had, not just on yourself, but on others around you, the buying side of the table, the selling side of the table, the management team, the coworkers, the co-elevation that will happen in your life is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. So sit back, relax, and enjoy Sell the Difference.